Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupps. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's six minutes past six o'clock. Political Coffee, the show. Well, that's the name of this show. And its entire purpose is to give you ammunition, if you will. Give you thoughts and phrases and ideas that you can use in having meaningful conversations with people in your world that are persuadable. Because quite frankly, that's what needs to happen. Persuasion. One person at a time. Not debate. Not putting up walls in debating people, but rather persuading people who maybe for the first time in their lives, like a lot of people who have woke, woke up that their liberty, their freedom is being infringed on by Kate and the left, not to mention Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, speaking of Joe Biden uh, infringing on your constitutional rights, there's a story in the Liberty Daily today about the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms Federal Agency, has amassed one billion gun records it's an illegal federal gun registry is anybody going to do anything about it i sure hope so soon 503-589-1220 is the power of buick gmc talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm Dot news. At the bottom of the hour, Dr. John DePaola joins us. He's running for Congress in the 5th Congressional District against um, my old colleague in the House and the Senate, Kurt Schrader. And we'll talk to Dr. John about why he's running. Of course, that's the question I always ask everyone. And then we'll get into the issues and, and so forth. So there's some stuff going on here in Oregon that we also want to talk about. There's an interesting piece in the Northwest Observer, northwestobserver.com. The Democrats in Oregon are eyeing getting rid of your mortgage interest deduction. Unless you're someone they deem worthy, politically correct. The subheadline is using public office to promote socialism, question mark. Shamia Fagan's added again, the communist secretary of state that we have. No, that is not too harsh of a term to use describing her political philosophy. It's all about race, folks. She says that the home mortgage interest deduction as a deeply, she describes it as a deeply inequitable and regressive tax policy. This is based on an audit because the Secretary of State in Oregon performs audits. They have an auditing division, which is made up of some what I think are some pretty competent professional people. They survive. You know, they're they're maybe different than the elections folks. Although I have to say most of the election folks I've dealt with the Secretary of State's office pretty good, too. Pretty fair minded across the board. You get no complaints from me there. The auditing division, the same thing. They're just professionals and they do their job. Well, they did an audit, and one former legislator doesn't say who that was, described her description of the audit 
that the whole mortgage interest deduction is inequitable and regressive. Describe that as promoting socialism, using her public office to promote socialism. Well, I don't know who that person was, but um, I'm, I'm glad they woke up to that. <laughs> it's nothing new. Kate Brown does it. Tina Kotek does it. Apparently all the Democrats in the Senate do it. Anyway, you can expect, folks, that out, I mean, the whole mortgage interest deduction, in or folks, they want to take it from you, unless you're probably a person of color and below a certain income level. It's been the law in Oregon since 1923. No kidding. The deduction in this two-year state budget cycle alone is expected to save taxpayers about $1.1 billion. Auditors, the story says, analyze the benefits of the mortgage interest deduction by income, geography, and race and found a disproportionate share of the benefits flow to the wealthiest taxpayers. This is all code word, folks. Code word for white working families are the ones who get the biggest benefit. So we need to punish them. That's where this is headed. In fact, Fagan continued. She said in her comments describing the audit, quote, while houselessness, homelessness, and the lack of affordable housing, you guys are the ones to blame for that, you socialists, because you continue to make it impossible to build affordable housing, but I digress. I continue with her comment here. The lack of affordable housing impact communities all over the state. Auditors found the state's largest housing subsidy mostly benefits, wait for it, wealthy and white Oregonians in urban counties. Fagan herself is a white Oregonian from an urban county. So I guess all those folks working at Intel all you state workers, federal workers, city workers, county workers, teachers, government employees, you are overwhelmingly white and you get your mortgage interest deduction. And this woman thinks you shouldn't have it. What do you think about that? I'm just curious. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk. And that's why I describe her as a communist, folks. By the way, yesterday's interview with Yamhill County Commissioner Lindsay Bershauer, who's in the process of a recall. Um, as of yesterday, keep in mind, ballots have to be in by the 22nd of this month. They're out now. People are voting. It's only a 20 percent ballot recall return. Now, why is this important? This is what the story is all about. This is an off cycle, low election. This means your vote counts more than ever or anybody else that you know in Yamhill County. In a low turnout election, it's always who can mobilize the base. There should not be a single conservative 
There should not be a single Republican. There should not be a single liberty-loving, private property-loving, constitution-loving, independent voter, unaffiliated voter, or for that matter, Democrat. There shouldn't be a single one of them who don't vote no on this recall. Because this woman has stood up for you. And her crime, as she described yesterday, yeah, I was just stopping helping stop light rail. The other conservative commissioner that she voted with, because there's three commissioners, one of them is a liberal leftist Democrat by the name of Casey Kula, who's running for governor. So the two Republican conservatives voted against the liberal. And they stopped the scam that has been going on, the deceit by their own staff in the application, which said, as you heard her say yesterday, that this little bike trail on the abandoned railroad tracks was all meant to be down the road light rail coming into Yamhill County. That was her great sin. This is the third recall in the last 100 days in Yamhill County, folks. And they're trying to get rid of another pro-taxpayer, pro-liberty elected official. If you know anybody in Yamhill County, please, oh, please, oh, please, contact them. Please. Stunning comment. By Joe Biden. I'll get into that. There's a story also by Jason Williams, the Taxpayer Association of Oregon, it's in the Oregon Catalyst, about how the the cat tax, you know, the hidden sales tax, almost put his health at risk. Get into that. Plus, your phone calls. Doctor John D. Paola, running for the Fifth District of Congress. The bottom of the hour. Let's go to the phones again. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC. Talk nice. Talk to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, what do you think of Sharia Fagan? Who (laughs) thinks that, you know, you're a wealthy white person. You probably shouldn't get your mortgage interest deduction. Jeff, Jeff. Now, isn't it unlawful for state officials to commit fraud, to lie? Um, Now, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're black and you get a home loan, uh, you can deduct the interest, correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. If you're Hispanic and you purchase a home, can you not deduct the interest? Yes. If you're of Asian descent, can you not deduct it? I believe so. Okay, well, so Shamia Fagan is committing fraud by making statements that are untrue. She needs to be held accountable uh, for <laughs> her lies, period. Now, Well, uh, not only that, but her seeming uh, advoca- advocation of legislative action in the future. So in other words, for this to apply only to minorities, the legislature would have to create it. That's unconstitutional in Oregon's constitution. And frankly, it's unconstitutional in the federal constitution. Well, exactly. And uh, Shamia Fagan uh, promised to 
protect the rights of all people. And if she is promoting and lying about white people, then she is discriminating against white people, and she needs well, but, but to be no, 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 no. She, she's not lying because she has the cover of an audit, an audit by the Secretary of State's auditing division that included race as a primary. Uh, factor to be considered and they discovered because Oregon's overwhelmingly white wait for it Arch that hey the people getting the most mortgage interest deductions are white people well just uh, truthfully speaking okay uh, you know there are more white people in Oregon than other colors however if any of the other people are allowed to do it then they're not being discriminated against. And, of course, we knew that Shamia was going to use her permission, her position to promote lies and to stir the pot of hatred. Yep, because that's what communists and Marxists she do. Need, she needs to be held accountable, Jeff. Yeah, well, the way to do that is to either unelect her or recall her. Back in a moment. Thanks, Art. 620, don't God go away. Yeah. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll chat with Ronnie. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Or emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Regarding a billion records illegally held, apparently, by the ATF, federal agency, Corby writes this email about gun registration. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I've warned people for years that background checks were unconstitutional and nothing but a gun registration. Sadly, most of the time, I was responded with laughs and disbelief. I have never heard of a story where someone was going to commit a crime, tried to apply for a background check or a concealed weapons permit. I would guess they would just steal a gun instead. Another great example of not being preventative and instead of waiting and reactive. Now, the left, Corby, would say, well, that's why we made it mandatory. You have to lock up your guns so they can't steal them. So the reality that Corby just said doesn't become a reality. Folks, they're going to find guns anyway. Whether you lock them up or not, and the only person getting hurt when you lock up your gun is you because you can't get to it fast enough when the bad guy's knocking down the front door. Freedom Heating and Air is this great company that makes your life better, and they do it quickly. That's what they built their business on, at least in part, is emergency services, getting out to you before anybody else does. So you know what? If your furnace quit working or with 70-degree temperatures coming next week, maybe, maybe, 
your air conditioning system not working, you should call them. They'll get out there and they'll get it fixed for you. They'll do it right away. 503-580-1456 is their number. 580-1456. Check out their great website, Freedom Heating and Air. All one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning, brother. Hey, brother. I got two questions. First question is, you had somebody on the radio yesterday that said she was elected by the people. Let me give the facts, as I would say, like Columbo did, but the facts. Just this main question. In Baker County, yes, Mr. Christian was elected by the people to become a city councilor. But here's the facts. The mayor is not elected by the people. The mayor is appointed by them based on a number of people that's in the city council and the city manager to be appointed as mayor of the city. In 2020, uh-huh. she got five votes from the city council and the city manager. I didn't know that. And that's how she's born. Oh. Yes. So I just wanted to dispel, because I keep seeing it, and I had somebody of the 5th Congressional District, and they keep saying, well, we don't promote, we don't promote, we don't promote. But when they go to the discussion page, hypocrisy runs about by those that runs deep into the sewers or waters that we call the swamp. And the last thing I want to bring up is that... Uh, that registration, they've been talking about that registration since last year. In Virginia, to me, that is no damn different than basically keeping a cause list on, on based on your color <laughs> back in the slavery days or the immigration days if you was Irish or Native American it, because, of your, because of your registry. And to me, all that is illegal as hell. And we should not allow the Biden administration and his minions to keep that, including Mayorkas. And that's yeah. No, I, that- I completely agree, Ronnie. I, I, I want to go back to your first point, though, because I'm I, I am not understanding. So Baker, you're you're talking about Carrie McQuiston, right? Who's yes, I mayor. am. And she's running for governor. So, so here, yes, so what you're saying her. is, that I think she, she was not message, elected. But you're, you're, I don't you're like saying she wasn't elected by the people, but she was appointed because that's how they do it in Baker City. Baker, yes. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I went and looked at. I went looking at that yesterday, and like, really, okay, yes, and in some cases, uh. She has a family member that is also the second uh, CD chairman. Yeah, I've, party. I've heard all of that stuff, and, and I'm, but, I'm but, not going to get into that. But, but I do find is, it I'm interesting. I'm not trying to play no games. But when you say you were voted by the people, to me, I, I, my assumption is that you'll be voted by the people for mayor. That's not the case in that county. I, I didn't know that. Well, that's interesting. Ronnie, thank you for that information. That's news to me. But I, I appreciate that. We'll let you go. Joe Biden said this. He said, quote, I bet everybody knows somebody that in an intimate relationship, the guy takes a picture of his naked friend and then blackmails them. 
It's a new civil rights cause of action. He talked about yesterday, folks. This is uh, during remarks at an event celebrating the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act. Can you imagine any president saying such a thing? This is a gateway pundit story, and of course, as they as they quote him, and then they give you the clown show video to watch him actually say this, you scroll down, and then they have a picture of naked Hunter Biden. So they've got his private parts, you know, kind of blacked out. But above the picture, it says, Joe Biden might know somebody, somewhere. <laughs> you you can't make it up, folks. If it wasn't so sad, it really would be funny. Back with somebody who's serious about serving you. That's Dr. John D. Paola running for 5th District of Congress. We'll talk with him when we come back. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to talk with Dr. John DePaola. Yes, he is a medical doctor and he's running for Congress. We'll talk with him about why... What he's hearing from people, and especially since he's running against incumbent Kurt Schrader, my former colleague in the House and the Senate. Of course, first, I need to remind you, Pfeiffer Roofing is this great local company that's been in business here since 1978. They're second-generation family-owned. They've become one of the largest roofing companies around. They've done that because they take really good care of their customers. Whether it's roof replacement and cleaning up, they do a quality work. Whether it's roof repair or roof cleaning, especially if you've got moss on your roof, folks, you asphalting, you have got to take care of that. If not, you're going to see leaks and you're not going to like it. Gutter systems. And, of course, this new Roof Max product, which is a soybean-based product, gets sprayed on your asphalt shingle roof. It extends it, gives it new life, maybe 15 years more of life. If you do it at the right time, and it comes with a five-year warranty. It's all natural. Friends, all of this is what Pfeiffer Roofing can do for you to really make your life better. So give them a call. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. 503-647-4725-647-4725. Joining us right now is Dr. John DePaola. Am I saying your last name correctly, John? Well, Jeff, it's uh, DePaola. All the all the vowels are silenced, so uh, <laughs> okay. Saying payola is not really a a good thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Someone payola, right, right. Paola, <laughs> deep paola. That's a great point, doctor. <laughs> all right. So the first question that I got to ask you is the question I ask every candidate: Why are you running for Congress? Well, um, 
I feel that I uh, have benefited from starting from a blue collar background and uh, having to work my way through life. I've benefited from what I refer to as the American franchise in which every citizen in our country, no matter what race, religion, or sexual orientation or country you come from, when you're a citizen, you're entitled to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and you get to vote. And this social contract has been protected over the course of our history uh, by all parties until recently. The contract seems to be breaking down and being violated uh, by one side, and I couldn't sit on the sidelines any longer and watch this happen because I want my kids and grandkids to have the same opportunity I had uh, to lead a great life here in uh, the United States and particularly in Oregon. Well, I got to tell you something that, that is a powerful message. And, 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 you know, I have two grandsons, one of which I'm going to see uh, in Pasco, Washington, uh, for a birthday this weekend. He turns nine years of age. And I want him to grow up the same opportunities in a free country uh, to take every advantage of freedom and liberty and capitalism, yes. I want him to have every opportunity that you and I have had. And I think that's that's a that's a fair motivation. So in in th- looking at all of these things that have led you to the conclusion that, you know, the social contract is maybe not going to afford that to your your grandkids. What what are the main issues that you're hearing as you're out there talking to people? that you think have got to be addressed or that you can address as a member of Congress? Well, as I've been traveling around the 5th District and talking to the voters, I think universally everyone uh, is of the opinion that politics has contaminated our public discourse. And there's no longer any courtesy or critical thinking, and most people in office are more interested in scoring political points than they are in finding solutions to the critical problems facing everyday Oregonians. The things I hear about the most are, uh, of course, the skyrocketing inflation that's costing and working families thousands of dollars a year. People are upset because of the escalating crime and homelessness on our streets, and it's spreading from uh, Portland into our smaller cities and smaller communities, even into rural areas. And uh, the, the parents are of school-age children are so upset by the fact that they don't have control over what information is being offered to their children, and often these things don't have anything to do with academics or learning how to succeed in life, but more relating to critical race theory, uh, gender agendas, and uh, other issues. And I think the parents can be trusted in helping to determine what uh, what the curriculum should be for their children. And of course, recently, uh, everyone's become concerned about our national security, uh, particularly after what's happened in Afghanistan. I think we're all wondering where are all those Americans? How many are there? And uh, are they home yet? I, I assume if they had come ho- all come home, we would have heard about it. And now in Ukraine, uh, another unraveling uh, situation uh, where I don't feel we're showing strong leadership. Now, all of this, yeah, I mean, is playing into what seems to be 
John, what what I think people would describe, at least on our side, as a wave, a red wave election that is is just a, a profound thing. I mean, I go back to uh, 2010. Uh, you know, that was Obama's second year in office as president. There was there was huge pushback all across the country in the elections of 2010, primarily based on Obama's policy. And now you you couple that with everything you've just talked about, plus, frankly, the most unpopular governor in the whole country, most unpopular governor in Oregon's history ever, Kate Brown. And I think the stage is being set for a more powerful move electorally, even in Oregon. And this would affect your race because the power of incumbency of my former colleague, Kurt Schrader, in Congress is profound. But if this just truly is a wave election and you can beat him, assuming you're the nominee, then you get to go back to Congress and likely Republicans take over the House of Representatives. So when you get back there, uh, what's your first priority? What would you do? Well, I think, first of all, uh, studying the issues and looking at the legislation coming through and casting a vote uh, for sensible solutions is uh, uh, primary. Um, I think all uh, congressional representatives like to bring uh, funding back to their home states. I think that's a routine part of the job. And I, of course, have to be alert to that. But, you know, I'm really focused on uh, restoring Oregon's economy, especially the logging, uh, timber, and lumber industries, uh, because that is part of our uh, environmental infrastructure that's not being utilized. And I think one of the errors that the Republicans have made is that they don't have uh, a policy to address environmental concerns, which are overwhelmingly expressed by all people of all parties. And uh, so I think that has to be part of the agenda. And, of course, that plays into our energy infrastructure and our national security. Uh, And uh, if we're going to maintain our national security, we have to secure our border. Uh, That will uh, impact uh, crime and homelessness and drug use. You know, there's 100,000 young people are dying every year from drugs being primarily brought over the border from Mexico supplied by China, that's twice as many people who died in the 10-year Vietnam War. And we're seeing that every year, and no one is speaking up. Where's Kurt Schrader been while young Americans have been dying of overdoses? Why hasn't he spoken up? Exactly. Um, Exactly. So so, this redrawn district, John, uh, and by the way, folks, if you want to go to um, John's website, it's di. P-A-O-L-A, it's his last name, forcongress.com. Let me say that again, D-I-P-A-O-L-A, forcongress.com. You can click on the map and you can see how this new 5th District, I mean, it goes clear from south of Bend. Uh, I'm now in the 5th Congressional District when I've been forever in the 4th Congressional District here between Albany and Eugene where I live on the farm. But also clear up into Portland and Multnomah County. So, John, i got to ask you the question. For you to win, you're going to have to win 
uh, do pretty well up in Multnomah County in the Portland metro area, Clackamas and and so forth. So do you think your message resonates with those people also, those voters? Well, you know, I think that uh, there's too much focus on uh, political agendas and people aren't talking about solutions to problems. You know, in my career for over 35 years as a surgeon, I'm judged by the results. I can say whatever I want, but you're going to judge me by the results of by my actions. And I don't think that uh, anyone, no matter what your party is or what your uh, orientation is, uh, is happy when somebody's breaking into their car, stealing their stuff, or uh, people are setting fires, or there's people living on their sidewalks and they're doing all sorts of things that the families don't want to witness. I don't think that uh, political orientation makes any difference. And so I'm solution oriented and I have a different approach and some new ideas as far as how how the, the federal government can get involved in solving some of the local problems. And I think what people want is they want solutions and they want these problems solved. You're right. They do. John, Godspeed out there. Great to have you in the race. Glad you're doing what you're doing, folks. Go to his website, D-I-P-A-O-L-A for Congress.com. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me, Jeff. It's 648. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker. Which means, hang on a second here. You got to love live radio, folks, when you misplace something in your stack of stuff, as Rush used to say. (laughs) Anyway, Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker. She, um is pretty good at what she does, which is why she won best of the Willamette Valley. You know, that that's no, there was a lot of, lot of real estate brokers that were up for that nomination, and she won the best. It means she does a really good job for you, and that's a good thing. So you know what? If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, why don't you give her a call? 503-269-0747. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. Now, I got to tell you, um, Dr. John is what I'm going to call him because I don't want to screw up his last name. (laughs) DePola is how you're supposed to say it. (laughs) <laughs> I shouldn't say De Paola. <laughs> I appreciate him, his good sense of humor. Motivations. Why you're running for office is everything, folks. And it really is. 
you know, uh, we'll talk tomorrow to Amy Ryan Corser, who's running in the newly constituted sixth congressional district about why she's running again. I mean, she ran against Kurt Schrader last time, was the Republican nom- nominee. Your motivations for doing this are, are incredibly important. You know, and him, if you go to his website, you'll see his reasons for wanting to do this. I mean, this is, they're the same reasons that I fight so hard for liberty. The future generations have the same opportunities as I've had. I mean, it means something to me for my grandsons. It just does. And I mean, it's, when, when you get back to Congress, you it's like going to Salem. And I can tell you again from personal experience, you go to Salem, what amazed me the most, and it's even worse in Congress, but what amazed me the most is that some of the, not all, but some of the people who have become successful in life in whatever occupation they had, all of a sudden, all of those values and principles that they used to be successful seem to be forgotten when they listen to the arguments, the political arguments about why we need this policy or why we need that policy, when they listen to the bureaucrats, when they listen to the lobbyists. And it's stunning. So if if your motivations are right, then frankly, it's a lot easier for you to stand firm when you're going to be tested because you will be. And I mean that sincerely, you will be tested on your values and your principles when you get elected. And I don't care what, what level. I mean, look at Lindsay Bershauer, the Yamhill County Commissioner. She stood firm for private property rights, the constitution, and frankly, government not, not lying and hiding things like her own government did. That's doing the right thing. And you're going to be tested. She could have gone the other way. She didn't. So, you know, I, I, I know some of you, um, you know, I, I just I got a email from, uh, and by the way, you want to send me an email, it's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I said, no passion. Listen to this gentleman running against Kurt the Snake Schrader. My problem is that I didn't hear any passion, no fire in the belly, no message to stir the voters emotionally. We need candidates who can articulate the issues with passion, energy, power, and that speak to the heart. Yeah, you're completely right about that's how you get voters in this day and age. It's just because voters are voting emotionally with their heart today. But at the same time, If you have the right issues and you can and you have the resources, that means money to communicate them effectively to people, you can overcome. I mean, I I wouldn't have expected. In all seriousness, I I don't know of a medical doctor yet. That speaks with the flamboyant passion that I do, if you will. Seriously, that's not who they are. It's not how they're trained to think. So. Look, if he gets elected, 
if he becomes the Republican nominee and he gets and he beats Kurt Schrader, and that's all possible, folks. Believe me. I have every confidence to believe that this man is going to perform in how he votes, which ultimately is is the real impact because that's what impacts you and me in our families, in our futures. It's how they vote. So I, I, I get your point, but I don't expect anything different from him. It's not who he is. And I got to tell you, it's just like me being a radio talk show host or me when I served in the legislature. You got to be who you are. Can't try to be something you're not. That's why I always ask about motivations. Julie writes me an email about taxes and Shamia Fagan, thinking that, well, you know, uh, our home mortgage interest deduction is racist. She says, words escape me concerning the removal of the home mortgage deduction. No, they are not appropriate for prime time. You can make statistics say anything by cherry picking the facts, using half-truths and appealing to emotions. The latter is the favorite ploy of the Democrats to appeal to the non-thinking folks. True argument is based on fact, not emotion. We're seeing the results of emotion-based arguments in Biden, Pelosi, and Harris, the Three Stooges. Brown shirt at all. Let's go, Brandon. And then Rich writes me an email about, let's not be surprised if Brown has a need to lock down the state, say, right around the May primary, or especially in November for some reason. Hmm. The word misinformation is a good socialist communist word. It is a new way to say a lie. That's how we call it if you're old school. B-A-T-F and the names are some politicians in D.C. that are working on stopping this billion-name illegal registry. Also, a lot of this information has been saved electronically, so how would we know it's been destroyed? When and if the bill does pass Congress? Hmm. We don't know that the information's been destroyed until some members of Congress produce the proof that it hasn't been, or a whistleblower does. And then you got to do something about it. By the way, I think it's highly likely the Chinese economy is partially being shut down now because of a resurgence of COVID. How long until what Rich is prophesying happens here in Oregon? Oh, say, maybe October, maybe the whole country. They lock us down again. The same vote-by-mail fraud happens nationally. I hope not. Let's pray it doesn't. Uh, Folks, I want to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor you can trust, that is ericazerrighteousrenovations.com. Believe me, check it out. You'll be sure. Righteousrenovations.com. We'll see you tomorrow on Freedom Friday.